Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. Hello and welcome to the GC Sunscast, the longest running Gold Coast Sun show on the interwebs. All thanks to our Patreon sponsors, Dale Snelling, Paul Vosti, Robbie Fiorini, Brody Purchase, Kate Kelland, Tom Kim, Chris Moore and Tim. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash GC Sunscast. Check out the show at YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you like to get your podcasts from. Like, subscribe, and review to support the show. I'm your host, Shane, and unfortunately, this is the second time I am recording a show tonight, and unfortunately, I no longer have my guest here. Uh, We were supposed to welcome to the show Mitch Cleary. I had a great chat with him for three quarters of an hour, but unfortunately, with computer issues and something unbeknownst to me, the uh, recording never happened and it failed halfway through and there was nothing I could do to salvage it. So unfortunately, I'm very sorry, but there was no Mitch, Mitch Cleary on tonight's show. Um, I asked him whether he was a Suns member again. He said yes, he'd signed up again this year. So he was waiting for his membership pack from the Gold Coast Suns. Um we also discussed the coaching pressure gauge. Uh, was Stuart due at risk of losing his job? Because Mitch does these articles on afl.com.au at the start of every season, ranking the coaches and which ones have the most pressure on them. Stuart Jew was ranked seven this year. And with hindsight, Mitch stated he would probably move Stuart Jew down to four or five. Um, he's got a lot to prove. He's coming into his fifth year next year and... If we don't start seeing signs that the Suns are improving, then we probably uh, have a tough decision to make. And as most football shows this year have stated, the uh, coaches that don't win a premiership in the next five years generally don't go on to win one, uh, with the exception of a couple of rare talents such as Damien Hardwick and Alistair Clarkson. We also discussed Cal Toomey's article today on the Gold Coast Suns losing or keeping their concessions. They have a start of second round pick this year, which the AFL put a freeze on last year, so they couldn't trade it. Uh, Discussions will take place later in the year to determine whether the Suns still have access to that pick. And uh, Mitch was off the mindset that if they continue this poor form, um, it probably bodes well for them to keep that pick. However, I'm off the mindset that the Suns have had enough chances with picks. They've failed a lot of their selections and their players they've selected haven't come on and developed as well as they should have. Um, just referring to on the couch last, last night, yep, 
because tonight's Tuesday, <laughs> that Jonathan Brown brought up just how many of the failed draft picks the Suns have uh, in the last few years. And it's quite overwhelming, the number of players that haven't come on. So what's an extra concession pick going to do for a club that can't seem to select the right players? Um, we also discussed the mid-season draft. Uh, Mitch Cleary was saying that the Gold Coast Suns would be looking at a number of key Ruckman in state leagues from Corey Galt over in WA, former Collingwood player, um, Jackson Thurlow, who we'll, who we talked about later in the show when we discussed Southport's win over Carlton, and um, a couple of others that are escaping my memory right now. Um, we... The AFL round five, the Gold Coast Suns were defeated by the Western Bulldogs. Eight goals, eight, 56 to 17 goals, 16, 118, a 62 point loss. Corbett kicked three goals, King kicked two. Ellis with 27 disposals, 85% efficiency, and three clearances was probably best on ground for the Suns. Jack Lacocious with 18 disposals and 394 metres gained was highly fancied as well. Oleg Markov, 22 disposals, 5 marks and 8 tackles was a shining light. And then Lockie Weller had the most metres gained with 494. And Tuke Miller with 27 disposals, 63% efficiency and 5 tackles was one of the only... Uh, midfield beneficiaries that took the game on. Uh, what worked for the Gold Coast Suns? Well, going direct down the ground with speed gave King and Corbett plenty of opportunity. The inclusion of Jai Farah, 21 disposals, 81% efficiency, 8 marks and 9 intercepts. Uh, and Corbett, 3 goals, 8 marks, provided a target in the forward half and really gave the Suns some structure, giving them a target to kick to. Now, both of these players, Farah and Corbett, came in. Farah was in his second AFL game and looked superb down at centre-half back. And um, despite Charlie Ballard looking likely to come into the side, I can't see Farah being dropped. So hopefully we will get a reshuffle and the team will change up the way they play because something needs to be done differently. Because what didn't work was the ruck merry-go-round. Uh, Burgess had the least impact around the ground Graham couldn't compete at ground level or win enough contests and Greenwood has to be the number one ruck he was the most efficient out of his time there he has had eight tackles so he provides enough at ground level I don't think Caleb Graham is suitable in the Gold Coast Sun side at the moment as a ruckman he needs to go back and work on his defensive craft and um I think the Suns are better off just running Greenwood as a number one ruck with Burgess pinch hitting in. Uh, you know, we'll get to it later, but the, there's a couple of options in the VFL. Um, I still think Greenwood is probably the best choice. The defenders and the Gold Coast Suns don't go hand in hand. Um, one of the, the obvious stats to track from the game was the Telstra tracker the work rate in defence and attack. The Dogs were supreme with their work rate in defence and 
were pretty good in attack as well, whereas the Suns were the opposite. They were really good when they had the ball, and when they didn't have the ball, there weren't enough players running and doing the hard work to have an impact and get the ball back. And that really played into the Western Bulldogs game style. Yes, the Gold Coast Suns didn't show up in that first half with minus 61 on the score, a minus 55 disposal uh, comparison, minus 15 inside 50s, minus 10 clearances, minus 15 contested possessions, minus 5 marks inside 50, and minus 6 tackles is pretty damning for the Gold Coast Suns. Now, yes, they didn't uh, show up, as some would say, and I just quoted the work rate uh, as stats for that. However, we can't understate the Western Bulldogs. I think that was the best half of football I've seen a team play in over a year. Uh, The Western Bulldogs were so slick, so skilled, and had first choice of the ball and didn't turn it over, rarely giving the Gold Coast Suns any opportunity to make the most of it. But as I just discussed before, the Gold Coast Suns probably didn't try hard enough or work hard enough to win the ball back. Now, there was a marked improvement in the second half, and we saw a six-goals quarter for the Gold Coast Suns to peg that lead back. And what happened there? Well, the Gold Coast Suns went direct. They moved the ball efficiently. They were skillful. Jack Lacocious taking beautiful kicks out of halfback to put the his his teammates into better positions and when they came off the Gold Coast Suns looked fantastic so really been emphasizing how important it is for that quick direct game of football that the Suns need to play now in the VFL it was a similar story the Gold Coast Suns six goals six 42 were defeated by Footscray 16 goals 13 109 a 67-point loss there. Harrison Murtar, the only multiple goal kickers with two apiece. Fiorini, 30 disposals, 11 marks, 6 tackles. Brody, 28 disposals, 1 goal, 2, 10 marks, and 6 tackles. Uh, we also had Atkins and Sharp as a couple of players to keep an eye on. They had 23 disposals apiece. And uh, Murtar was a shining light for the Gold Coast Suns, providing a target in the forward line, as well as... Uh, hitting, getting a few hit outs and the experience in the ruck so he's definitely in line to come in for the Suns uh, this week if the club want to bring in a, a better ruckman or someone that might have more of an impact around the ground than Caleb Graham uh, Gold Coast weren't the only Gold Coast side competing in the VFL this week with Southport getting a come from behind victory over Carlton 12 goals 7 109 to 16 goals, 12, 108. Now, the goal, uh, Southport side is full of former AFL players with Gowers, five goals, and Webb, two goals, former Bulldogs, and Connor Nutting, three goals, and former um, Essendon player uh, Fraser Thurlow with three goals. He's the ruckman for Southport and also had 49 hitouts, so certainly someone the Gold Coast Suns will consider at the mid-season draft when they look to try to bring bring in a Ruckman. Now, the Suns reserves were well undermanned, just like the senior side due to injury, and we saw the difference between 
the Gold Coast Sun side and the Footscray side, which is stacked full of talent. I spoke to Mitch Cleary on the matter regarding the VFL side to get a better perspective of how good Footscray are in the VFL, and they are certainly one of the better sides. The quality of the competition that the Suns find themselves playing in is a huge improvement over the NEFL, and we discussed just how much uh, development the Gold Coast Suns could gain from that. Mitch also brought up the fact that teams like Geelong have a lot of former uh, AFL-listed players, such as Jackson Thurlow and Darcy Lang, playing in their reserve side. Now, I asked the question, why isn't the Gold Coast Suns doing this? And neither of us knew the answer to it. Um, I'm not sure whether there are uh, restrictions that force Gold Coast to play their academy kids, but the Gold Coast side pretty much responds off any uninjured suitable AFL players playing in it along with a bunch of the academy kids. Good experience for those academy kids but uh, it could be better if they had a winning side that could compete with structure and disposal allowing for some of these kids that when they do get a chance to play to play in a winning side and really fast track their development. So hopefully we'll see results from the Suns playing in this competition in the next two to three years. Now the Southport side that had a win over Carlton had a lot of former AFL players in it. Uh, as we mentioned, Fraser Thurlow, formerly Essendon. Gowers, Lynch and Webb, formerly from the Bulldogs. Then we have Crossley, Boston, Dawson, Joyce, Nutting, Shear, Tape and Willis. And guess what? They are former Gold Coast Suns. So plenty of AFL talent at Southport and uh, it proved that they were able to get a win over Carlton and have an impact. So hopefully it won't just be Gold Coast uh, having an impact and Southport is going to have an impact in this competition as well. Uh, let's move on to the injury news. Ballard and Lemons is a test, so we expect them to come back into the side this week. We finally have a time frame on Matt Rowe's injury, and he is going to be eight weeks away. Uh, Toey, the Irish recruit, has suffered a stress fracture and will miss five weeks. And John Haynes, in a press conference today, said that Zach Smith just needs to get through training this week to be able to play football this weekend he didn't go on to say whether that was AFL or VFL but there's a very strong chance he could line up this weekend Mitch Cleary suspected that AFL would be the way to go to just get a recognized Ruckman into the Suns side as an Zach Smith at 80% would be better than what they're currently going with we discussed the game against Sydney this weekend Saturday at Metricon Stadium, Golko Suns take on Sydney. Now they are side missing Dane Rampey, Isaac Heaney, Lance Franklin and Tom Hickey, a couple of important key players for the Suns, giving the Suns uh, an opportunity to get a win that we didn't think was there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the Suns will still have to uh, bring their A game in the midfield with Luke Parker and um, Josh Kennedy still controlling that midfield. Jake Lloyd in the back line, still very damaging players. 
and the Gold Coast Suns will need to bring their best. We discussed whether David Swallow was up to AFL level when players like Luke Parker, who were probably on par with him a few years back, um, seems to have maintained his level while Swallow's become non-existent in the AFL side and whether he'd still be still be playing weekly for the Gold Coast Suns if he wasn't captain. We also discussed just whether Graham needs to be in that side, whether McPherson should be in the side and Jared Harbrow. Uh, Mitch Cleary would like to see players such as Sam Flanders or Braden Fiorini given an opportunity at the expense of some players like Nick Coleman. So we discussed a couple of changes and decided that McPherson, Sexton and Graham were all likely to get chopped this week for failing to perform last the last few weeks with Flanders, Brody and Ballard all likely to come in. Um, I'd like to emphasise I think Lemons should also be coming straight into that side as well at this at the expense of Jared Harbrow. So unfortunately I don't have a full episode to give you guys this week um, and it doesn't look like we'll be getting Mitch back uh, to record this show again during the week. Uh, I'd really like to thank Mitch for his time. Uh, you know, It was a great conversation um, and he's agreed to come on again in the near future. So Hopefully, we'll have him back in a, a couple of months and have some of the other AFL Exchange boys on the show with me. Until next time, go Suns! Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.